Welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. This is a place where you can find hope to help you overcome your pain and injury. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. All right, everyone, welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. Today we have a very special athlete with us. Um, she is a softball pitcher. Um, she's actually used to live in Boston, huge New England fan. Um, go Giants, but now she's a Jersey girl. Um, welcome to the show, Grace. Um, she is uh, currently a junior, correct? Yes. Yep, a junior. And um, Grace came to us last year after her labrum repair. Um, she actually injured it right before her high school softball team win the uh, sectional championship. So she came on here just to share some insight with us and uh, or our listener so those who are going through the same thing she's going through, do not do not be afraid. There is the light at the end of the tunnel. And obviously she's going to share with us with some setback that she was encountering or, and is currently dealing with. So welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, listen, uh, I just love for you to just share some of your story here So because you, you have you know some amazing insights. So just tell the listener a little bit about you. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm Grace Cagliotti. I am a junior at North Hunterdon High School, um, and I am a softball pitcher. I've been pitching for about, um, let's say, 10 years. Um, and recently, about two years ago, I tore my labrum, um, and I went to Dr. Natty after surgery, um, and he got me right back. Uh, focused on using a lot more of my body than just my shoulder. Um and that kind of helped me get back faster. Uh, and unfortunately, I am facing setbacks now. That pain did come back. It went away for a little while, but it, it decided to come back. And that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now, trying to navigate that pain and still going through my season and just trying to go through it with a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things that not a lot of people talk about it, right? Is um, with any injury and surgical procedure after you return back to sport you are still taking that risk of uh re-injuring right um and you know especially with with all my acl athletes uh you know once you tear one acl you have a you have a higher risk of tearing the other one or re-tearing the same one um so this this just go to show that you know um once the you know just when you think your recovery is done it's never really done because you're always competitive right so you're always Again, you're in high school right now. Once you get to college, um, your opponent, the people we're going up against are really talented. So now you have to step up your game. So right. every time you, you, know, you try to push to the next level, you're also pushing your, your body in a different boundary. And therefore, there's risks associating with that. Right. I think with me, it was never really a thought that I mean, this could still be a thing after surgery. Um, and it's because you're right. You never really talk about that that possibility that, that you know, that pain is going to come back and it might not might not go away. Um, and I think it's just pushing yourself to that next level. Um, and when you do that, you are pushing your body. Um, and sometimes maybe, you know, your body can't take that. Um, and it's possible. I think that's my, what might be happening with me. I think, you know, I wanted to get back to play so bad, and I did. And when I did, I think I might have pushed it just a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and my body just couldn't keep up with what I was doing. And that's that. That's why I'm where I am now. Yeah. So, uh, just walk me through about uh, your your first surgery. Like, how did that come about? So, my pain started in probably twenty, the summer of twenty eighteen. Um, I was getting this really sharp pain when I was throwing, and you know, I never really thought about it. Um, but it kept coming back, and I moved down here to New Jersey. I got on a travel team, um, so I never had a break. I went from August to March, right, to the start of high school season, and we went from March and until, you know, May, um, and it was in the high school season. It was after, actually, it was in the middle of a game, um, a big game. I, I had to throw home, and I threw home, and, like, something just didn't feel right, and I had to stop, and I just... I just took myself out of the game. My coach took me out of the game. He didn't want to see me, you know, hurt it even more. And I remember after that game, I went to my mom and I kind of just, I kind of just broke down. Like I was kind of, I was, I was done with it. I was like, what am I going to do? And, you know, we said, okay, let's just go get an MRI. Let's go to the doctors. Um, so we did. And they did find a tear in my labrum. Um, it was small, but it was big enough that it was making an impact and it wasn't going to heal itself. So surgery was needed. Um, so I did get that surgery and then, you know, I recovered and I took my time recovering. Um, and it just, it eventually, uh, did recover all the way and then started playing again and I'm back to square one almost. Well, you know, I wouldn't want to say that you're back to square one because I think we, we, uh, discover a lot of things when we were doing some uh, some recovery. I think um, you know the biggest thing was um, you know just get you to like use your legs. I mean, how how many times yeah, do you say I that? Never, I yeah. never use my legs. Exactly. So um, can you talk about like what the biggest lesson or what what were some of the lessons that you learned from just um, the the first go around with what we did with you? Yeah. So I think with you guys at Myokinetics, um, you guys completely like reinvented PT for me. Before it was just like you go to PT, you do your exercises, and you get out, and you just go in, and you get out as quick as you can. Um, but when I went to you guys, I think it was just more of like, I was comfortable when I went, um, and I, I felt like I was actually getting somewhere, right? And it wasn't just working, rehabbing my arm. It was working on using my legs and working out my legs and getting them stronger. Um, so I'm not just relying on my shoulder, because I think when you're younger, you're just able to use your shoulder and it's like, it's a new shoulder and it's fresh. And like you haven't used it that much. Um, and then I think as you get older, like your shoulder obviously has some wear and tear on it and you need to learn to use your legs. And I never did that. Um, and when I went to you guys, I think I learned to do that and it has helped me a bunch because I think me using my legs now to where I am to this extent is what's allowing me to keep playing, um, through whatever pain I'm experiencing right now, because it, it is a lot less than whatever it would be if I if I wasn't using other parts of my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of misconception with throwing athletes, right? It's people always mention like arm strength, arm care. You know, that right. person got a rubber arm, this and that. But overall, if you look at any great, you know, throwing athletes, like their legs are huge. Yeah, and it's just how effective they are at at delivering their at generating power, then delivering that power through basically the ball right yeah. um and you know it, it was a it was a new thing for us too just just to work with uh, an athlete of your caliber because i remember 
uh, when you came in, we, we had to scramble and get some, uh, some softball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was, it was great because, um, just to be able to hone that in for you. And the reason I, why I say this is not square one, because you, you have grown so much from, from that first, uh, surgery. So with this second yeah. surgery, it's almost like a cleanup surgery where they just go in there just to make sure everything looks good. And then when you come back, now you're going to be more vigilant. Now you really force yourself to use your legs even more, yeah. you know, yeah. cause yeah, I think one of the biggest thing that we did was we, we were able to build so much foundational strength for you. I mean, you would trap our deadlifting, like, you know, probably at least 1.25 times your body weight easy. You yeah. Know? So that's, that, that was a lot of fun stuff for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think even coming back now, I think I know with the second surgery, I know what to expect. And I think I'm more aware of like, not even just physically, but mentally. I think when any athlete has surgery, right? I think they get put through the ringer mentally, I think, because when you're an athlete, all you want to do is play your sport. And when you're held back from that and you're restrained from that, I think it takes a big toll on you emotionally. Um, and I think this time going into the surgery, I'm more prepared physically and mentally. And I think I know what to expect. So it's definitely going to make it easier. Um, but, you know, with any surgery, it is still surgery. So there's just, there's still a lot more, you know, physical therapy to come and just working my way back. But I think I'm definitely ready for it and a lot more prepared than I would be. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as trusting your arm again, um, you know, you went through it the first time, you slowly build a trust yeah. again. And now there's a second setback that's happening. Like, how are you mentally dealing with that? Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... And it's not just me too, right? I think you need support from everyone in your life. Um, one thing I would say is my parents, they absolutely, you know, they encourage me all the time and they tell me that, you know, you're going to get back, you're going to be fine. But also one thing is my high school coach, Anthony Rotundo. I mean, he, he helped me through my first surgery and he's helped me through this one too. I think, you know, it's just like finding support and like finding like a uh, I don't know, someone that you can talk to and get you through it. And for me, learning to trust my shoulder again, I think it's its not that I don't trust it, because I, I do, but it's, I think it's just when you know that there's pain there and you know that you're going to throw and you're going to feel that pain, I think you throw with less intensity. And when I pitch, I think I'm finding myself more and more every time I go out on the mound and I pitch. I do throw with less intensity now, I think, sometimes, because I just know I have that in the back of my head, mm -hmm. like, this is going to hurt so bad when I throw. But I think it's just getting past that mental barrier. Um, and it's not just yourself that it's not just you that can do it. You need, you know, the support of everyone in your life. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have that. No, that's great. I mean, all, all our athletes who are extremely successful at their recovery and rehab is those who have great supporting system. Because, you know, yeah. it's not just about what you do when you're in PT. It's about what you do at home. Do you have other people keeping you accountable? And, you know, right. looking out for you to make sure you're doing the right thing all the time, you know. And, and again, because with, with setback, you know, it's, it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's so hard to say that, um, you know, to, for an entire career, athletic career from, um, let's say you start playing softball when you're what? I, I assume middle school or even earlier than that? Like six, yeah. Yeah, so six. here and then you want to play in college. Like, that's a long, that's, it's a long time. It's... And mentally, yeah. is it can get fatigue, right? I'm sure there's time where you like kind of over the sport a little bit, and 
yeah, I think I think that comes with every athlete too. Yeah. There comes a time where you're just like you're so frustrated, and when you know you can look at it like a from a hitting standpoint, you know if you're in a slump and you're going to practice every day and you're doing everything you need to be and you're still not hitting the ball, you're kind of like, all right, what what left is there to do? Yeah. No, and you know this is why to me. Injury is like a blessing in the sky as far as like just getting you to miss the sport that you take for granted or the movement that you take yeah. for granted, right? So now yeah. every time you step on the mount, it's just, oh, wow. I mean, I, I take this moment for granted. Every time I, I yeah. wind up, I, I, I throw a ball. It's got to be some sort of purpose and intention behind it, right? Because again, yeah. as uh, anything can be taken away so quickly. Right, and I think I think you always hear like, play play every inning like it's your last play play every pitch like it's your last and you never really like you're like yeah okay like whatever you know you don't think about it until you go through something that takes you away from the game for me it was like it was even longer because of corona right i mm-hmm. couldn't i couldn't play i was away for like nine months to a year a year i hadn't played in a real game and i think you know after you play every single su- summer every single season you kind of like all right like you get tired of it but when, you, when it gets taken away from you, it's like, geez, like, you know, maybe maybe I should have thought about, like, that That could be my last time stepping on the field. And I think with me, this fall season coming up, um, it's going to be really big for me just to, you know, play every inning and play every pitch like it's my last because I, I mean, I don't, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen with my shoulder. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that everything goes well, but you just don't know. And it's, it's I think, a lot of athletes take it for granted. Um, and I think it's, it's hard to realize that when you don't go through an injury like this, but when you do, it just, it's just like, wow, like it's right there. That's, mm-hmm. that could be taken away. Yeah. And this is part of just, uh, overcoming challenges and persevering. Right. Um, I guess, again, most successful people that we work with, they just know what they need to do to take care of their bodies. And, yeah. you know, because of this kind of setback could happen, you know, like, um, you know, like football just got back at any time someone step on the field they, they you know they they're taking that risk of getting hurt you know to say that you're going to go full career without any setback is is crazy right this right. is just life there's there's always up and down but it's always about you know how do you learn from that and how do you make that part of your growing pain i think that's that's the the biggest thing cuz you know like now right. going forward i'm sure you're going to do things a lot differently now. Different. Yeah, I think my approach, um, even just the simple things like stretching before mm. games, even more than I ever have, um, warming up my arm more than I have, because it's it's those little tiny things that can literally be the difference between you know a surgery and and you maintaining a healthy body. Um, and I think it's the stuff you do outside of the field too, like eating healthy. Um, going to the gym, working out, keeping your body healthy. I think that that affects you so much. It affects you more than I think anyone realizes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the approach always been, you put one foot in front of the the other, right? Any small step forward, still a forward towards the right direction. So, you know, I mean, you, you already said it just to be able to just hold yourself accountable to earn the right to throw on the mount to earn the right to play the sport that you love and to make sure you, you really be kind and taking care of your body. I think it's, it's, it's the only way that you can pr- 
prolong your your athletic career. Right. You know, I mean, your brother's in 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 college still pitching. I'm mm -hmm. sure he's he's uh I'm sure he has some insight that he he shares with you as far as like his ups and downs as well. Yeah, so he's a pitcher at Northeastern um in Boston and he was a freshman last year, so going into a D1 school, I think he, you know, obviously he was really excited. It's Division One, and then he got there, and I think it was like it was a big wake up call for him. Um, just like the workouts that they put you through, and and the the food you should be eating, and the time that you actually have to dedicate to the sport. Um, so he would, you know, he was he was going through it for a little bit, um, and then eventually, I think when the game started, he he fell back in love with the game again, and he realized, okay, like yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, and he's he's going back this season, and I think you know he's excited and he's looking forward to it. And I think it's it's because of like that work that they put in in the off season and all that they do in the off season that just gets you like I don't know I guess you could say it gets you like hungry for that like those mm -hmm. games in the regular season and it, it gets you excited to play. Yeah, I it's so crazy. It's like you can put in like a hundred hours of just working off season training and. The only thing that make it so fulfilling is it could be like five pitches, right? Yeah. Like you live for yeah. that kind of moment. And it's, it's those five pitches that makes you come back to that another, to put in another hundred hours of training, you know, yeah. because, you know, it, it makes the, the success even sweeter. So with you, you know, after, you know, after the second surgery, I'm sure by the time you get back on it, I mean, I'm I'm so excited for you this this spring season because you're gonna be such a different beast on on the mound. <laughs> I think you I think you're just gonna I think you're gonna take it to another level that I don't think you even know you were capable of. So to me, yeah. as as much of a setback it is, I think you'll you you'll find a way to overcome it, and then by the time you get a chance to do it again, I think you're gonna I don't know I think you're gonna transcend it to the next level. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always like I've always been someone that's just like kind of here and I think I just need to get to that next level. And um I guess yeah, I guess you could look at it in a positive light with this surgery is like it's like, okay, I this I'm not letting this happen to me again. Um so I'm gonna do what I can, I'm gonna get stronger, I'm gonna eat healthier, I'm gonna get to the gym more, I'm gonna, you know, stretch more and I think that's gonna that's going to push me on the field, on the mound. And I, I think I definitely, definitely see positive, um, positive in the future for me. So I'm excited. No, I mean, I'm excited for you. And obviously we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. And I think, you know, just with our conversation, I think let's, let's do this again. Uh, let's say three months. So just so we can give yeah. people an update of what you're going through and, you know, and I love to just see, where your head is at three months from now as far as like the maturity level because I'm sure you're going to gain so much more insight right from just this whole thing now uh, you know be, before you go I always have a big question it's like if you were able to go back in time and talk to yourself back in 2018 or someone that's currently going through what you're going through right now the first time what advice would you give them um, the main thing I would just say is trust the process it gets it gets difficult and it gets really hard. Um, and for me, for a while, I was just, I was going through it and I was really upset for such a long time. And I think I felt bad for myself. Like I was like, I, I had a little pity party. And um, I think finally when I started throwing again, I think that like that, that switch flipped. Um, 
and I think that I just I just hit the ground running, um, and I I got got me to where I am now. But I would say that you know, it's different for everyone, obviously. But I think mentally, I think you just need to be tough, and it's really really hard. But I think, you know, it's possible for everyone to do it, and it's just um, it's something that, you know, nobody wants to go through, but. Once you get through it, I think you absolutely come out stronger than you were before. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with it. And to piggyback on the pity party, I think it's okay to have that moment to feel bad for yourself. Yeah. I always say, give yourself two to three days a week top. After that, then you gotta cut the nonsense. Just get to work, right? You need yeah. you need that moment to just all right. You know what was me, and then after that, all right, what am I gonna do about it? Yeah, and, and I think that goes along with um, having people in your life that are willing to say, "Hey, listen, you know, you gotta, you gotta get it going." Um, and for me, that was my mom and my dad. I think they just said, "Like, this isn't, this isn't gonna last forever. You just, you gotta get back somehow." And mm-hmm. I think, I think that flipped a switch in me, and I'm back. Perfect. Well, I'm excited. Um, and obviously, we're gonna get you back in here just to make sure yeah. uh, you update us on your progress. Yeah. Well, thank you for. Jumping on this podcast. Thank you for listening to our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think and leave us a review. See you next time.